Did you know that Game Pass or Pass is brought to you for free because of Spotify for podcasters? It's a totally free platform and you can make a podcast today for free. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. And if you think about taking your podcast to the next level with a video podcast, Spotify can help you too. With Spotify for podcasters, you can also earn money in a variety of ways that includes ads and podcast subscriptions. So what are you waiting for? Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to Spotify.com slash podcast to get started right now. It is now time for the second take of the most unruly podcast on the planet, Game Pass or Pass. The podcast where we play games on Microsoft's Game Pass service tell you which games to pass into your friends, which games to simply pass on by. I'm Corey. I'm joined by... The man wielding the giant stick, Basher. Is that is that appropriate to say on the podcast? Oh, it's appropriate because it's the uh, truth, ladies and gentlemen. Apple just announced over-the-air headphones for five hundred forty-nine dollars. By the way, you know, I saw the headline: Apple announces five hundred fifty dollars headphones. But what does that even mean? New headphones are six hundred dollars. Like, but why you know, are they six hundred dollars? I mean, do you want a PlayStation Five or a? New pair of headphones. Pick, guys. PlayStation 5. That's <laughs> it's not even... <laughs> but they're noise-canceling. Sure. So are my Galaxy Buds. So... Anyways, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're, we, we are here to talk about Unruly Heroes. But before that, the contest to win a one-month Xbox Live Ultimate subscription is still going on. All you got to do, all you got to do... Go on iTunes, leave us a review, then shoot us a message, either a voicemail, text message, whatever, at 574-651-9256. The first three people to do that will be entered in for a one-month Xbox Live Ultimate subscription. That's all you got to do. That's it. Let's talk about Unruly Heroes first. Here are the details. This is developed by Magic Design Studios, who are known for... Unruly Heroes. This is this team's first game. Uh, it is important to note, and it will make sense as we talk about this, this was um, started by a couple of Rayman Legends and Rayman Origins developers. Regularly priced at $19.99, it is a platforming 2D game available on PC, Xbox, PlayStation 4, and Nintendo Switch. There is no DLC, and there is no Xbox One X or Xbox Series X and S support, so for all you fancy console owners out there like me... Fortunately, we don't get a lot of details or not using it to its full potential, we could say. Unruly Heroes. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, this is a game you were looking forward to playing, I believe. Um, I wouldn't say looking forward. So, you, you know, picked in, it. in this, yeah, in, in the spirit of Game Pass, you know, I, whenever there's a drop, I like to go through and sort of, um, you know, just check them out. Check out the box art, you know. Do a little window shopping, as you might call it. And I liked I liked the art for it. I liked the name, Unruly Heroes. That's cool. That's unique. It's different. Checked out the trailer. And honestly, the thing that drew me to it was the art style. It very much looks like a that first Ori in the Blind Forest, as well as that Rayman Legends sort of Ubi art style. And I think it's fair to say that that art style... Uh, in all these cases, it just works. Like it's just it's very it's very eye catching. It's very appealing. 
And in true Game Pass fashion, I said, all right, let's give it a shot. You know, I, it's a couple, couple gigs. I'll give it a shot. So now we're here. Yeah. Started at the started at the bottom. Now we're here now. Yeah. How far from the bottom did we did we go up exactly? Uh, I will agree with you. Uh, right off the bat, the game looks really really good. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of the art style. The art style is, I feel like is what they spent most of the time with. Uh, the characters have this Rayman Legends uh animation. Um, the 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 effects pop it, it has this kind of watercolor uh pick like uh background almost it's like it's it's it, everything's very very well done in terms of the uh the art style and and all, all the graphics could use uh by that i mean the the the, the particle effects and stuff could use a little little oomph but i mean for the most yeah, part even even at a at a high resolution it's it's sharp but it, it's not like it's almost like the the textures and stuff they're they're not they're not finely detailed, so everything. While it looks good, it looks a little flat. Exactly, like there, there, there is a flatness to it. I'm not sure if that is um, uh, a technical issue or choice, honestly. But um, there is a flatness to it that I think could have uh, that they could have uh, added more to. But um, in terms of just yeah. Presentation, overall presentation, like the the game really catches your eye, and and, and that 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 is a definite positive, like a huge positive. Um, past that though, that's where the game starts to lose me. I get a very Ori in the Blind Forest feel, but only the early parts parts of Ori, where things are a little slower, and you're kind of grasping the environment, grasping the gameplay. But unlike Ori, I don't feel you hit that stride. I don't feel like the game hits that stride where it's like, all right, you got the basics down. Here we go. Yeah, it, it's a little strange because uh, the the way it's set up is is kind of different. So you basically you have access to four characters at at any given moment for the most part. I um, mean, each one sort of has their own uh, style, I guess you could say, and special move. Now. What I will say is I'm I am fairly certain they told the names of all these characters at some point. Couldn't tell you a single one of them. Uh, the story in this one it, it, it's there, but it is not the focus by any means. Um, and I, I don't even know what I, there, there's a monkey, there's a pig, there's a uh, Super Saiyan four looking dude, and they all sort of have their own abilities that you can use. Um, like some of them are maybe a little more agile. Some of them hit a little bit harder. Some of them have like a float ability. And then throughout the throughout the game, you'll get upgrades to sort of uh, you get a dash. And then at some point, one of the characters, the monkey character, can can make a, a huge bridge out of his his weapon. And it's like so it it, it almost has that like a Metroidvania feel, but it, but you you're never backtrack or anything. The, the levels are set up more like a traditional two D platformer, like a Donkey Kong Country or a, a Rayman Legends, and so it's kind of strange, like you said. The the once you have everything in the game, and, and once the abilities, and once the uh, possibilities of all the different types of puzzles and collectibles that you can get, it's pretty great. But that's like the end of the game. Like once you get everything, you're basically done with the game, um, and it's not that long. It's about five to six hours, I think, on a casual playthrough. I think if you're really pushing, you could go faster. But I don't see it taking more than eight hours, unless you know for. It's not a hard game by any means. 
Um, so I think from four to six hours is, is where you're going to be. But again, like once you that th- th- I don't want to say third, but hour three mark around that time, you're like, okay, this is cool, and then it just it's over. <laughs> yeah, and the game that reminds me most of honestly, if if, if anyone has ever played it, uh, is a game called Trine, where yeah. you're switching you're switching the characters out on the fly to basically get around these these objectives and small puzzles inside the uh inside the environment and so so like to your point it's like you you're, you're playing the monkey and then you you double jump you double jump across here but you can't double jump up high enough in which case you got to pick the I believe it's a pig that becomes a, like a big bubble and he'll he'll float up to the top for you um, very, you very Super out. Mario World esque, right? And you, you, you and you swap out, and then if you want to get to some heavy combat, you go to the monkey who can turn to a big old monkey man and do monkey stuff, and it's 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 all very neat, and it stays neat, and it doesn't get to the point where it really becomes challenging. It doesn't it it doesn't it doesn't feel to me like you get to a point where you take all that you've learned, you have to apply it in a way where it really forces you to think on your feet. Like the game just feels so. Um, I mean, you know how I like my platformers. Like this is a, this is a very slow one. Like this has no Sonic in it whatsoever. Like you you're really just creeping <laughs> through this game. There's no, and there's it just no never kicks processing. off. Like just nothing. Like. And honestly, like for lack of a better word, it just started to bore me because it just never really picked up. And it, well, I agree, but I also kind of, um, I I guess I want to ask a question more than anything. I, if does it need tails? Yes. Like if you could fly, (laughs) that'd be great. I I'm reminded of something like Super Lucky's Tail in that. The is it just not for us? Um, because I play the game and and I enjoyed my time with it, but like you, I got bored. Like half an hour to an hour, I was kind of done for the day. But when I came back to it, I was like, yeah, this is cool. It just it, it doesn't seem to have that longevity because it doesn't really get more difficult. You're not really changing what you're doing. But at the same time, it might just you know. I would consider myself a, a, I don't want to say hardcore platformer because that's not fair, but I've played a lot of platformers in my day. I mean, I am a NES and Super Nintendo kid, so they they just they hit different for me. If 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 I could say that, I don't know if that's fair to say, but I'm not a master at them, but I get them, I understand them, and I, and I, not every game needs to be Super Meat Boy. But right. at the same time, every game doesn't need to be Super Lucky's Tale to where it just it holds your hand so much. And I think this is sort of this is not as um, handholdy as Super Lucky's Tale, but it's definitely not a Super Meat Boy. But I, and I guess I just don't know. Is that bad? Like, and I think because of that reason, it is not the game's bad, but I think the outcome is bad because it falls somewhere in the middle. So we're super we're Super Lucky's Tale or games like it, it's very clear who the audience is, and you know when you pan that controller off to a, a a younger sibling, cousin, or whatever, you know what they're getting into, and you know it's not going to challenge them in a way where they where they can't handle it. Uh, this is a game where 
I honestly don't know if if they thought they were challenging me at some point or or if I feel like maybe they should be challenging me at some point because it just never gets there, but it's not obvious that it shouldn't get there. Right. And it, oh, it's tough. Like that, that just, it's such a fine line to, 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 um, I mean, I mean if, on, I, if I guess if I would, if I could compare it to like a Sonic game, like the Sonic games aren't hard. Like they, they, they're not known for the difficulty, but at the same time, there is a part of uh, maneuvering in each stage where it's like, oh, I didn't notice that platform. And it, and it in itself becomes a puzzle of speed and maneuverability and just not stopping and hitting these certain jumps and making the game flow in a way where it's like, oh, I nailed it. I got it. This does not ever get to a point where there's a challenge in front of you and where you completely like, oh, I nailed it. I got it. It's like there's nothing to nail or get here. It's just kind of like the game is just it's just very it's just very soft, and I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I I I think you could get some of that from the collectibles because some of the collectibles are there's like coins basically, and you can get different outfits and fun stuff like that. And there's a completionist sort of at the end of every level, it kind of tells you like, hey, you got this many coins, and then it gives you a on the overworld screen. It's like you got this many coins. You didn't get all of them. You want to go back and get them? Like, we'll tell you, you know, how many you got. And so I think I think you get some of that from that sort of completionist. But what, what's strange is I, I look at something like Rayman Legends to where Rayman Legends, even if you were a, a good, a hardcore platformer, there was so much in that game. Like, there's just so much you could right. find and so much you could do. And I my gut is telling me that that's the difference between this game and and games like it is that there's just so many options and it, it, it gives you a chance to grow with it. But at the same time, that's also a $60 game. Like, you know, price isn't usually a huge factor for me, but this is only a $20 game. And I I don't know if it's fair to say that you should expect less because of that. I don't, I don't think that's necessarily true, but I think that's where that extra time and budget goes is right. into making those, those levels more robust, giving players more to do, making the bosses a little harder, making those running, um, you know, rhythm-based levels. All of that stuff just takes time. And so, yeah, I, I guess it's it's just it's hard to be mad at the game because while I enjoyed the art and all that stuff, it's just it's hard knowing that, especially now, you know, it's, knowledge is the problem here. Knowing that this came from some people that, that made those games, it's kind of like I feel like you guys took the wrong lessons out of it. Like, just having it look like those games isn't going to sell me completely. Right. And, and, and to, and to, to compare more to Rayman legends, um, the, the, or, or other platforms, like even Ori, when you get to those downtimes and like, especially Ori, where you're just kind of traversing, getting kind of some, some lower, Ori still has a presentation factor that, keeps you engaged whether that's the just the graphics alone or the incredible music in the background there's not a lot of this it feels like there's something missing every time i play this game because i feel like there should be more to it so because because as you're playing the game there's not even like an interesting soundtrack in the back like that would have brought more to it in my opinion, like just just like some great music while you're 
while 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 you're figuring out these puzzles or something. But it's like most of the time you're just hearing what sounds like it's more stu- ambiance. Like, yeah, just yeah, it's like like, like, like sticks falling and stuff. And, and it's like there's yeah. nothing to keep you, nothing to keep you engaged beyond the gameplay, which is in itself not that engaging. Right. Yeah, I think that's fair. And that, and to combat myself, Ori is a cheap game too. Those are I think the first one was twenty dollars. Yes, um, it was. So I think I think the second one was thirty. So, and yeah. So I, I guess again to combat myself, that's you know. I just like I I feel like I I want to like this game more than I do and and part of me is is saying like no like I think there is an audience here and I think people would enjoy it but when it comes to the you know kind of the point of this podcast whether or not we we suggest games um I'm I'm torn on it because I I didn't dislike my time with it I I just wasn't blown away and that's I guess that's bad <laughs> uh I I I I um I want to differ with you there because the worst thing, the worst thing, I, I think I said it before in this podcast, the worst thing a game could do is bore me. So, like, for me, I'd rather a game be good or bad. When it falls in the middle, it's hard for me to say, yeah, like, 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 waste your time with this. Because it's like, you're not going to at least, you're not, you're not, it's like watching a bad movie at that point. You're not, you're not going to watch it for the laughs. It's like, there's not a, what I wish there was, I wish there was a gameplay loop here that was more engaging, and it's just, and it's just not like they they focused so much on the presentation on the look, but they didn't spend time on the feel and the the additions and the and the music and the and the gameplay. It's just kind of like we're gonna make we're gonna make a pretty soft standard uh, platformer. And that's it. And that's yeah, actually, yeah, like thinking back, yeah, I mean, maybe I'm not like, you know, obviously we opened with the presentation. And that's the thing that's caught my eye. But as I kind of think back, like there's a lot of presentation that seems um, overdone in in that it while it looks good, like there's just I remember there's like a scene with like a storm cloud in the back and it, it takes time to sort of pan the camera and say, like, look at this awesome looking thing and it and it but it doesn't add anything to it like yeah it looks cool but like you said it doesn't that's it like that's that that's kind of the whole the whole trick the whole trick is that it looks cool you know it doesn't play into the gameplay it doesn't play into um the story you know anything like that it's just like we have a cool looking effect isn't that awesome and then when you start playing the game it's just kind of it's just kind of there and like and you know, we haven't really gone into huge detail about like what you're doing from the game, but it really is just a very basic platformer with basic combat. There's not really combos. There's not really, uh, you know, th- there's it's just shallow. It's just straight shallow. Um, like for example, guess, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm playing. Uh, sadly, sadly, I'm playing um, the game Genshin Impact, um, which is way better than it should be. Um, and you can play as four characters at a t- you play as a party of four, but you only play as one character at a time. And in that game, you can do things like, uh, your, your, your fire character can start a fire and then your wind character can use that fire to throw a tornado. And now you have a tornado of fire and there's so many combinations in that game. So like you can kind of build your party in a certain way, and and I get I get us an entirely different genre of game and different goals. However, 
playing this game with four, and at times you get a fifth character, they all play so separately. I'm just like, yeah, this, there's no synergy. Yeah. Like, 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 you would have been better off making this game about one character, focusing on that character alone, giving him upgrade paths and some light RPG elements, uh, some combos, so on and so forth. But to split to split the, your playtime between these four or five characters is like, and they all do completely different things. It creates a complete, uh, just a disconnected experience. Yeah, that, that's a very good point. I, I definitely, I could agree with that in terms of it just, nothing about the gameplay stands out. And then I think that's a very good point in that it's, I you could kind of draw the conclusion that it's because there's there's just too there's too many things there's too many characters there's there's too many coins like it's just it's not focused enough on one thing in particular other than maybe the presentation and, and maybe that's why it falls short there was just too much time spent on that so to go from and I but I will say I think the bosses can be pretty creative in a in a weird way in that they obviously spent more time on the bosses being something unique, which is cool, but there's not that many bosses. There's only five or six, I think total, uh, including the final boss. So those levels do stand out, but they're so few and far between. It's hard to really, it doesn't really elevate the game in any way. So, but no, yeah, I think I agree. I, I'm, I still like, I'm still hesitant to say like, I, I don't like the game um, because like I do, but it's when it comes to game pass, or pass. My gut is telling me that you should you should pass on it. There's not enough meat on the bones in this one. I've said that before as well. There's just not enough there. Um, they, in my in my opinion, uh, usually a, a really good game has a list of things they want you to do, and they and they nail that list of things. Uh, this is a game that does a lot of stuff either par or subpar nothing really stands out they don't knock anything out the park with this one uh therefore definitely pass on this one it's a bummer it really is i there this this team is obviously talented if if this came from former rayman people they've got a lot there but i don't know i i hope i hope they're working on something new um actually i believe they are i don't think they've actually announced the actual project name but there's some there's something here um i think this team could be could be very very good uh, with maybe a little bit higher budget and maybe just more time and more focus. So, But there you have it. Unruly Heroes. Don't hate it. Don't dislike it. But there's just not enough there. So pass on it, unfortunately. But that is going to do for this episode. So to wrap it up. Uh, so our final two games of the year. We're going to be talking about Death's Gambit, which was a spin game. And then to yesterday, Call of the Sea came out. So we'll be playing that as that is a day one release um, in our effort to play most of the day one releases. I think it's fair to say at this point, um, it is impossible to... The day one release thing seemed like it was going to be a anomaly. It's just not the case. There's just too many games. Um, so we'll pick and choose as we see. Call of the Sea was one that really stood out to us. Because apparently we missed one. There's a game that's called Haven that came out. Um, and it was a day one game pass game and I hopped into it and I played it and I, I would like to talk about it, but we, there's just not enough time <laughs> to talk about all of them. So 
Call the Sea is the next game that we pick because that's a day one release. Um, and then we'll be rounding out the Earth Death's Gambit. And then it'd be time for our game of the year, ladies and gentlemen. Game of the year. We do that the a little game, bit differently. Game we talk about all the, the game. Year. Game Pass game of the year. We do it a little bit differently in that we don't talk about the games that came out this year. We talk about the games we played on Game Pass this year. I think it's, I think that's fun, mainly because Game of the Year is always kind of the same thing. You know, you got the big games, and everyone talks about the same ones. We like to mix it up. And there you go. That's that's all I got for that. We could, we're going to mix it up. But all right, you can shoot us a voicemail again if you want to win that one-month Xbox Live Ultimate membership. All you got to do is leave us a review on iTunes and shoot us a message. You can be a voicemail or it can just be a text message, 574-651-9256. Gpopfans at gmail.com. Again, 574-651-9256. You're listening to this right now. Even if you don't want to win a one-month Game Pass subscription, maybe you're maybe you're like me, and every time it goes on sale, you're like, yeah, I'll, put, I'll throw another $20 at it, and you're now good through the end of 2022. Shoot us a message anyway. We want to hear from you. Let us know what you like, what you dislike. If you think we're stupid, you think you love us. If you're like that one guy who really, really disliked, he he was very upset with us. That we did not like Remnant from the Ashes. The game's not that even was, good. Like, yo, like, like okay. I, that one blows my I mind. I like that game. I like that game a lot. But no, it you was, don't. For me, no, you it don't. It was the technical, the technical. You don't like of that, that game, game a really lot. Bad. You're a liar. You're a liar and a thief. I liked it. Well, the last boss is terrible, and you should not play that game solo. Unfortunately for me, I gave up on the last boss. I was like, no, nah, I'm done, and I played it with a friend. So I, I had the benefit, but if you played the game solo, uh-uh. Um, and yeah, so, but that game was a technical mess at times too. So, but all right, that's going to do it for this episode. We will see you next time with call of the sea. Good day, sirs.